Welcome to Division 4, Calling the Audible. I am your host, Simon. Very unusual way to word it. I haven't been this host for Calling the Audible in like three years now. This is already terrible. You already hate it? I don't care. I feel like we lost a lot of viewers. <laughs> Maybe. We gained you we ones. We actually did. <laughs> That's so sad. What are you wearing? What's That's wrong? So like, do, do What's you wrong with my shirt? Do all your shirts have a different pocket? That's also, awful. Like, there's this one thing. It's a really low. Yeah, man, I know man. it's bad, man. Today's a bad day. It's like that me. commercial there with the ironing there. Two guys joining me today. Oh. Co-host, Pease Larise. Hi, I'm, I'm Pease. I uh, don't like cherry-flavored things. Really don't? All right, Not cool. even pies? Cherry and blueberry, I find, have an even acrid taste. There's, a, there's acrid an enzyme that gets released. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Stefano Berardi replacing me, who's replacing Mokan. So essentially, you're the new Mokan. Yep, I'm new Mokan, not Indian, but I'm the Mokan. But better? Maybe. And Depending e- on the you guys. What do you Eagle think? not producing, producing the show. Do you still use that You song? have to introduce yourself. You gotta do stop. I? You yeah, do. It's your thing. This is your idea. Come on now. Hi, I'm Eagle. I make weird sounds. Oh. Hey now. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so guys, what did you see this week in Division 4, 4A, four 4B? Four I saw a fight. <laughs> oh, a fight. Okay. Isn't that uh, interesting? Isn't that a great way to start? It's very interesting. See, we already gained the viewers that I, you lost. I, I want to know what okay. happened. Well, there was the SWAT and Lonzo Ballers game. Okay. Okay. I was game of the week. Game of the week, yeah. Or uh, unofficial, game unofficial game of the week. And uh, what happened was the last play of the first half, okay, there was a pick thrown by Quade Johnson. Okay. In the end zone to Sean Haney. All right. Mm-hmm. Then Sean Haney tried to return it, and he was held and deflagged because of the hold. And uh, Sean Haney didn't like that too much, so he shoved Darius. I can't pronounce his last name, so it's C Z something. Uh, Darius, and uh, then after it led to a, a shoving match. And then out of the corner of my eye, because I figured I would have to write a report, which is not my favorite thing to do. But out of the corner of my eye, I see uh, Quade Johnson. Take off sprinting 25 yards down the field. And uh, he speared, literally speared. Like another, Goldberg? Like, yes. Yeah, How do you know Goldberg but not Seamus? I, I Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So he speared Sean Haney to break up the fight, which obviously didn't work because then after it continued and then referees got involved. So, yeah, that was very, very exciting. Very So exciting an update, um, He's been sus- Quay Johnson's been suspended for uh, three games. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, did not get uh, UR in that game. Yep. For that no idea line. how. But did, did he finish the game? Yes. He, he, he speared he him. quarterback the next play. Remember, it was the last play of the half. Okay, So the first yeah. play of the second half, he was throwing the ball. Wow. Isn't and that we great? Actually, we actually got this on video. Yes. If you're watching, you'll see it right now. This was weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like pretty violent weird? Like very. I like wish we had a second screen so I could see it, but we don't. He sprinted thirty yards down the field wow. to spear a guy, but and like late too, like yeah. really late. Like it was almost done to fight, and he just had to interject. You know, like ah, you know what? I'm bored. Let me just. Sprint. I'm, I'm bored. I gotta get I'm involved. Bored. Let me get involved. You know, it's uh, kind of unlike me not to get involved. Okay, so this this sort of means you were there for the whole game. I was there for the whole game. So what about the rest of the game? So the rest of the game was less enjoyable, but <laughs> but it was still very competitive, and it was a very good game, and I'm surprised that. Uh, it ended very uh, civil, civil like uh, teams. So yeah, I get speared, I was and, then say, er- and then everything went away. They like uh, the hatchet, let's yeah. play ball. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I just took you out from thirty yards down the field. It's all good. We're let's cool. Continue. We're, cool, We're cool. Nice to see you. All right, let's go. But uh, yeah, it was a very, it was a good game. It was tight, uh, and uh, yeah, the but uh, the fight obviously uh, 
made things uh, a little more tense than it should have been. But uh, I feel like if Lonnie Johnson was the quarterback mm-hmm. for Alonzo Ballers. Which he is. Which he is, but he was injured that game. He, They would have probably came out with the win. And uh, there might not have been a fight in that case. Because then he would calm down his son before he took off sprinting. So, please. So, going along with what Steph said about Lonnie Johnson. If Lonzo Ballers can't win with this roster, which is ridiculous, by the way. Mm-hmm. uh is Lonnie Johnson the only reason, the only piece missing to their success, or is there something else? So, in situations like this, not only do you lose your quarterback, but then the guy who's playing quarterback doesn't have himself to throw to. Yeah, Quay can't play receiver at the same time. Um, he tried to, though, on one play, and then he lost, like, eight yards. Yeah. See, that doesn't work. Um, but I think the roster is built to have all these receivers and to give Lonnie Johnson the ability to have his receiver's ball for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, having father-son on the team, a team called Lonzo Ballers, smart. See what you did there? I like it. <laughs> Very clever. Um, so, yeah, one of the guys who can't be missing from this team isn't even one of the biggest names in that it's Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson is a quarterback, but obviously there's a wealth of talent on this team, and you're like, okay, well, they still have this, this, and this. Nope. If he's not there, um, you're losing one of those skilled guys in a key position. And, and they're, harder, they're harder to replace because of their cap hits. Yeah, for sure. Like a, a, guy, a guy like Lonnie Johnson, first of all, finding another quarterback for Division Four is tough as it is because there's not... Because a, a billion teams play in Division yeah. Four already? There's all, already so many guys that play in Division Four, and if you're looking to add new guys, most of them don't necessarily fit in Division Four yeah. or are not available for that day or whatever. Believe the hype lost to Ballers this week, 45-6. to six. I do not believe the hype. Do you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you believe the hype? If you, if you don't, what's the hype? Because it might not but maybe be them. It's, maybe it's about something else. Yeah, maybe. Like, the, believe like the hype about how well they park in the facility before the game. Or yeah. may, maybe it's complete, something completely unrelated to or, FPF. Or believe, yeah, the hype. believe the hype about how polite they are. Or believe the hype that they are able to walk to the field. That's I believe that's it. very. Key. I believe it. That's very key. Yeah, it was not, not very good for them. <laughs> not very good for them. So they got slapped. This is their. This is Baller's first win of the season. Antoine Roger is twelve touchdowns, three interceptions so far this season. But their defense has been horrible. Eighty-four points in two weeks. Is the problem for Ballers only on the defense, or are they scoring garbage time for the quarterback to be able to score up to put up twelve touchdowns in three weeks? Well, their defense is pretty uh, weak. To put it kindly, Uh, you can't allow 84 points in two games and expect to win. I mean, like, unless the the point of the game is to score the least amount of points. Like golf. Like golf, yeah. Like, uh, if you're in the negative, the more negative you are, the better. No, it doesn't work that way. Sorry to break it to you guys. But, uh, yeah, uh, but then they turn around and they put up 45 points. Like where and, were these forty-five points? The other team to, to Washington. Well, shut the shut the, I'm pretty points. sure the same. Yeah, but it, it feels like just shot. the kind of game where it got away from believe the hype, and then like ballers just had everything going their way, kind of thing. I don't think it's representative of either team moving forward. I think b- ballers they're not going to be the team that scores forty plus no, a game, no. and and believe the hype will score more than six. We hope, hopefully, or else yeah. that would be very terrible to watch. Speaking of actual shutouts, Air Force One couldn't score. This that was the one I was thinking to. Air Force uh, One uh, lost twenty-eight to nothing. Simon uh, Blaze has been a guy I was really high on. Simon, uh, this is a reality check for Air Force One. 
So I think so. I think that Air Force One, they made the jump from Division 6 to Division 4, which is a 60? ridiculous jump to begin with. They were too strong for Division 60 when they came in. It was a very strong team. I believe they could have found a nice home in Division 5B. Even 5A. 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 But 4B is a long shot from 5A as it is. So is it is it that they're not good enough to compete in 4B or is it just that they haven't adjusted to the level of competition? Their cap in this game was 345 on offense and 350 on defense. So Division 6. So Division 6. Well, they did start in uh, Listen, 6D. Not, not a bunch even of 55. Div 6. That's, that's less than if you were a brand new team. They were a brand 55 new 55 times 6 would have put you at like 350. Yeah. Isn't that what you yeah, just said? Crazy. But 345. Yeah. But 345, yeah. So someone must have gone down something somehow. wrong with their yeah. algorithm. And someone must have gone up, too. I feel like they had a well, pretty oh no, solid 330 would have been yeah, minimum. 55 okay. times 6. He did math. But, yeah, I find that it's just division. the difference between Division 4 and Division 6 is the game is much faster. The defense don't make as many mistakes. There's not guys who are so, somewhat lost on the field. And this is something that Air Force One is learning the hard way. The infantry is a very strong Division 4 team. Like they've been in Division 4 for a long time under different names. Mm-hmm. And it's a good defense that... It's a defensive team that scores a few points but does relies more on their defense. And it's one of the tough games that the Air Force One add on their schedule. And they... Listen, they couldn't even put up a point. The first time Simon Blake could not score in his FPF career. It doesn't look good moving forward considering... What they did for this season. I don't, I'm not saying Air Force One doesn't belong to this division, but it's just a reality check. Guys, they have the Montagnard, the Sheriff, and A Squad uh, heading like ahead mm-hmm. for, for Air Force One. Do you think they can bounce back given that those teams have a combined record of 2 and 4? They'll probably come away with one win. No, I, they don't have a combined record of 2 and 4. No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, the, the 2 and 4 is are they going to be 2 and 4? Oh, will they be 2 and 4? Yeah, because sorry, yeah. they're going to lose all these games. Yeah. No, they'll probably, like I said, they'll probably come up with one win, but the, I don't see much more than that. Like, uh, they're in over their head. They bit off more than they can I don't see. even see them winning any of these no, games, to be honest. but I'm saying, like, but it's it's like a garbage like win. Like, who do they win? Who do they like beat? a garbage I, win. They'll beat Montagnard. Montagnard is a Montagnol team that's like, yeah. is struggling. They are struggling. They're not putting up a lot of points. But I feel like it's the inverse. I feel like that's the game where Montagnard get on track. Maybe. <laughs> right, but it might for, be. there's a chance Montagnard is able to Finally, have an offense against Air Force One, but I don't see Smolbren not being able to put up points against these guys. No, he's gonna yeah. have. He's gonna. He's gonna find. They have to fix something. Obviously, they're 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 in four. That they they thought they could do it. So far, it's not looking very good for them. But like the like the Montagnard's defense is weak. Let's just say like they need work. And uh, Simon Blit has an offense that he could put together and make probably come up with like a very low scoring like nineteen twelve win kind of thing. So, Pease, you're you've been the Division Six writer for the longest time. You've been like you know Air Force One. You saw them coming into the season. Yeah. Considering the leap that they made from Division Six to Division Four, which they didn't need to make, like it was a choice. Mm-hmm. What record do they need to achieve for you to consider it to be a successful season? So, first time I saw Simo Blay play, I thought he had the ability to eventually be a Division Three quarterback, as like at the highest level okay. uh, of his abilities. Which is no knock. Division three is yeah. excellent football. Um, the thing is that that would mean that they were almost there after having played one season, registering four B. They're almost there at Division three. That's not quite the case. It's not quite what it's like. Um, I think if they go five and five, it's a very successful season for them. Okay. So if they finish, let's say three and seven, they don't make the playoffs. I don't. I don't. I feel like that would be like five. okay. 
Like, all right, maybe register too high and then oh, go back to the five yeah, for a season yeah. or Div D. But if they go five and five, that means in the summer, hey, maybe Div C is, you know, a decent uh, option for us. I don't see them going five and five, though. I feel like they'll probably go like two and eight to three and seven. Max. That's not what he asked me, though. I know, I know. <laughs> but for he, he asked me what, you, would, be yeah, what would be considered a success. But not a championship. Level, not so a championship, yeah. obviously not. But like the level of play for them, they, they feel like they're already out. So I just feel like any like two or three wins would be considered some success because they're in over their head. You're it's awful, but it's considered a moral victory. Your boy, François Martin, is off to a pretty good start with uh, Ghosts. Mm-hmm. This is this might be the best squad he's ever played with before. He puts up six touchdowns and 233 yards this week. Five of those touchdowns went to Chalveiro in a win over Small Giants 44-24. Are you surprised by this outcome? No. Um, the Ghosts are a really good team. Uh, François Martin has built a team... Uh, that helps deal with his overthrows. Uh, they're tall, they're fast. So when he overthrows them deep, they go get it. When he throws a hook three feet over their head, he they'll jump and catch it in the guy's face. And Charles Verreault is the w- worst-rated player in FPF. He he is a guy who could dominate Div three, um, yep. and instead, like you know it's not his fault no one's breaking the rule here they're doing what they what they have to do and he's playing he's moved up already and he's his stats are pushing him up through the divisions mm-hmm. but man like he's he is an insanely good player they've had a William Power recently to the team mm-hmm. he wasn't on the team preseason i think it was just a sort of uh, we need a guy i think with the sub and then they just decided hey yeah. you should stick around you think he's a good fit to the team so with will power comes great responsibility Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> I know. Right? Honestly, he's he's the best kind of FPF star. He's a guy who doesn't call for a ball. He's very humble. He's a guy who's just a nice person. Yep. Doesn't happen a lot in FPF. No? Um, he's not full of himself. He, if he doesn't get all the targets, it's okay. He won't complain about it. That said, what he does well is win balls in the air. What he does well is catch a, a quick pass and turn it upfield. Um, I think that when he's played, for example, my offense, when he's played with uh, Ian Einheiber uh, for takeover, Ian Eber, I think is the way we were saying it last season. Ian Eber? Um, when he's playing with Ian at takeover, takeover. Ian is hard to um, he's put up very good numbers. And then when he's played with other quarterbacks who don't necessarily um, give him the opportunity to take a quick pass and, and, and turn up field or catch a ball at the back of the end zone, you're just throwing it to a spot. Yeah. Like, there are times, literally, I don't even see where Will is. I throw it on a line 10 feet in the air, and he appears and catches the ball. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's like, a superpower. But isn't that what Chalveho is for his team? But that's what I'm saying. They already have those pieces that do that. So so, so given Francois Martin's um, comfort, so, so, for example, when he was with, uh, what was, uh, not Junkyard Dogs, but they're the smoking axe holes. Mm-hmm. When he was with the axe holes, he... Uh, he didn't. He didn't put up a ton of numbers because that's not what uh, Jordan, what Jason, Jordan Rossi does. Jason, no. Jordan. Jason is the. It's our Rossi. No, Jordan is the lower division quarterback. Okay. Jason's higher division. Yeah. Um. Then when he played with uh, Francois Martin, I think Francois does a lot of what Will is successful at, except that he already has guys to do that. He has 
uh, Gab Wiseman, who's great, in, mm-hmm. great underneath routes and, and can pick up tons of yards and when he catches a quick slant. And he has guys like Charles Verreau who catch balls in the air and go get balls. Yep. And, um, to your point, Simon, I just think it's a lot of duplication on this roster. It's nice. If you can add like a top-tier player who's not going to complain about not getting the ball, yeah. why not? True. That's true. Another team that moved up from Division 6 very recently is Glow Gang. Uh, Glow Gang is in Division 4B this season. They played against the Sheriff, 1-24-20. After... <laughs> after the... What's wrong, Simon? What's, what's going on? What's after their f- they, s- they forfeited the first week. Yeah, at a, a close game week, week two, and now they beat the sheriff in week three. Is this more credit to Glogang having being succe- possibly being successful in Division Four, or the sheriff losing this, like fumbling this game? Well, Glogang is a good team. Is Division Four for the taking? No, they'll probably be like a mid-table, mid-card team. But uh, I feel like the sheriff. It's just uh, apparently there was like some kind of turmoil within that team, and uh, I just feel like it's taking out the the morale that the team has. So maybe they're a bit bummed out for this week. So game. do we bitch and get hurt again? Uh, that well, that wouldn't surprise me. He gets hurt by taking a step. So I mean, it doesn't take much. It, it's it's his like he enjoys injuring himself unnecessarily. Like he runs, he jukes air, and he pulls something in his leg. It's usually his hamstring or his calf. I saw him break his own ankle once, which was hilarious but painful. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, hilarious but painful, I think for him, some of for him, for him. Career. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like he, he's an athlete for sure because he makes guys look like fools, so that's hilarious. Yeah. But painful when he gets hurt all the so, time. Yeah, so never fail. Hilarious, but, uh, and that would be an awesome team name. Hilarious but painful. <laughs> Isn't that a great six D team? That's a yeah. great six D team. But uh, yeah, I mean, they they. The sheriff has some issues that they had to sort out. So and Glow Gang took advantage of that. Glow Gang has athletes. Arnold Desjardins is a good quarterback. He's got very an arm. Good very good quarterback. I don't know how he finds people. Is he the better Louis Bejean? Yes. Is he like Louis Bejean 2.0? The, he, well, he's the Man, less his, injured. His Louis arm Bejean. compared to Louis Bejean is... No, no, no. It's just like same. 15 times more. No, I he's got a rocket, man. So he, he moves, just, he he moves around it. just as much, but has a better arm. Yeah. Is a better pocket passer. Yes. He's a better Louis Bejean. And doesn't get hurt. Yeah, that's it. He's a less injured Louis Bejean. Also, slightly more employable. He... Yeah, I mean, like... he looks... He could I would trust him more to build a home. For you, like, construct the home? This? Construct, yeah. Who are we, who's this? Louis? Louis? Uh, Arnold Desjardins, but I'd rather build a life with Louis Beijing. Oh. Okay. I, I, like, I like to fix people. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandre Noel is a new addition to the Sheriff this mm-hmm. season. Uh, is he the best receiver on the Sheriff, or is he the best fit for this offense? Both. Uh, yeah, honestly, he is a great fit for the way Louis Bejay plays at quarterback because Louis Bejay likes moving for some reason. But how uh, does Etienne Vaillancourt not have a catch in the game? Because they use him on defense. I think it's it's the same situation where you, when they you use, picked him up, they and used, he just didn't yeah. fit your system. But yeah, but, but they like use he was him. Like, the thing is, like with with like when he played with One Two Power, Etienne Vaillancourt was a good contributor, yeah. but he wasn't. I wasn't able to. We didn't have complementary skill sets. Yeah. Um, so even if that's the case here, like S- you should not have Etienne be shut out of the game. It's sure. impossible. They he, have, he's too good. They have Etienne Vaillancourt and Kevin Marcel playing defense. Yeah, those guys could put up some solid numbers on offense, but they're misused. Oh, well, they stretch the field for you, right? Yeah, like but if like you have Kevin they're, they're, on the if they're if they're not there, then okay, that's one less target. Let's focus on Alex Noel, who is perfect for this fit because uh, he, he keeps up with uh, Louis Benjamin when he finally decides what side he wants to run towards and throw. 
So uh, he, he just he finds openings. He usually goes like low key. He like disappears in the crowd of people. Alex Noel somehow. Uh, he, he just finds. He's he good just, at. He's Alex good at Noel's one of the smartest players I've ever played with. Yes. He's uh, there's a lot of one speed power guys <laughs> on this team, by the way. But uh, uh, Alex Noel is just a, a really smart player, and he's able to find holes. And he's able to run. Good rub routes when you're in man. He's just hard to cover at all times. Now he knows the game. He knows what it takes to uh, find openings and the best way to win in yeah. flag football. And uh, he's a great fit. So since both of you don't write Division Four, I ask you to make a power ranking for Division Four B, but only only five teams because it's going to take too long if you make ten teams. So you're going to go, or, or do you want it to be like a, a draft? Like, can we choose the same team? Oh, that's even better. Yeah, let's do a draft. Better. So, so you, we'll go from five to one. But you can't pick the same teams. Are we doing snake draft? Yes. What is going on? Snake draft. Snake draft. I'm sorry, we're figuring this out on the air live. Yes. <laughs> so please snake draft that teams P- are power. Please picks number five first. Oh, uh, okay. Number then, five. Oh, that's that's interesting. Uh, and then too. you pick number five, but you can't pick the same team. Why can't five be the same as four, three, two, and one? No, it's a top. Player. I know it's that's, a power that's, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. But oh, we can't choose okay. the same teams as each other. Okay, yeah. so you choose five, and if they're my five, I can't say that. Exactly. Okay. So you have to pick right. someone else. I'm going to be a giant drink with this, too. So there, ne- there needs to be ten total teams picked. Oh, okay. That's fun. One after for another. Bo- for both fours? Idea. You know no, what, guys? Really. Instead <laughs> of, you instead of th- producing, you're instead a terrible idea. Wins. <laughs> instead of producing, why don't you make so creative piece, changes? Number five. Number five, I'm going to go with all hooks. Uh, I like all hooks. There are ton of speed on this team. Um Honestly, there's there's not a lot of teams that can run with them, so I'm gonna go with that to start. Stefano, you have two. You got, you're picking two. Stefano, right number five first. Five and four. Oh, I have to choose five again. Well, yeah, all right, makes sense. Okay, I'm ch- I'm starting to realize what you're trying to do here. <laughs> all right, so number five is gonna be the sheriff. Okay, if uh, they can get their affairs in order, and uh, they'll they'll probably be that fifth place, fifth ranked team. Stefano, number four. Uh, a squad. Okay. Number four. Because? And, uh, you know, I would have chosen them somewhere else, but I feel like <laughs> I couldn't. So, uh, <laughs> this is so great. It's, yeah. uh, you, you, got, you guys love complicating life for uh, unnecessary reasons. Peas, number four. I'm going to go, and, and this is the thing, I'm going to screw everything over right now. <laughs> go cool with the infantry. Okay. Um, it's a team I think is, is a borderline Division Three team. Uh, the Rossi brothers uh, do a lot of damage. Um, when you look at a guy like Royce Margin, he's a guy who fits with Jordan Rossi. And completely. he challenged Simon to a race once. He did challenge Simon to a race. There. And yeah, yelled, and yelled at John Laristas when the game was already over. I backed um, out because I was going to lose He that has race. a temper problem, but yeah. he'll figure it out eventually. And then I'm going to go with Ghosts. That's number three? That's number three. Because oh, so I don't want to hire guys too. Well, because wow. I, w- I want to have That's a new rule. Let's just I want to have them taken so he can't use them later. You are a prick. So, number three, Stefano. Number three is going to be uh, Les Verges Folles. Okay. Screw okay. you. <laughs> so, uh, okay. This is, this is awful. Because? Holy shit. Uh, well, th- <laughs> what did he say? He nothing. said nothing. Ignore him. <laughs> Are you doing anything? <laughs> no. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can at least cue so, something. So, Les Verges Folles, I mean, they, 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 could take, they could challenge the best of the division, but then uh, sometimes they underestimate their opponents, which may lead to stupid losses. So that's why I feel like they'll be in number three. Number two, Stefano. Uh, I am going to go with 
the Montreal no! <laughs> MTL Originals. MTL number one is going to be very interesting, by the way. <laughs> That's going to be awful. Oh my God. The <laughs> MTL Originals because their roster is pretty stacked. And uh, I must say, they find ways to win. Uh, Jeremy Ledoux, he just, he's just a guy that just gets the job done somehow. And uh, they have uh, Marc-Andre Paradis, who's a very, very capable player. He's in Division Three. He could probably compete in uh, Division Two as well. Hold yes. on just a sec. We'll yes, like, clear up some music that's uh, relevant right now. Is it relevant, though? Is this ridiculous what you're doing? You know what's ridiculous? Is this song called Our ridiculous? producer! <laughs> Is this song called ridiculous? <laughs> called Spanish Fleet. Continue. Why would you put Peace. a song called Spanish Flea on Ridiculous? Number two. Uh, I'm going to go with Check Out My Titties. I've been a big fan of Michael Kazaka uh, ever since I first saw him play. Dude's probably one of the best receivers in the division and nobody will even know. And then I'm going to go with Lonzo Ballers because we haven't seen Number the one, Lonzo Ballers. Number one, Lonzo Ballers because once, once uh, you know, they get Lonnie Johnson back, the Monster Monster. The monster, monster. We saw what they were able to do week one with Lonnie Johnson. He hasn't played with them since. Yeah. So hoping that he comes back full strength, this should be an interesting pick. Stefano, number one. Stefano, number one. The fact that you put me in this position, I hate you both. <laughs> you And you kind of forced my hand, so because there's nobody else to choose. Clearly. I'm going to go with uh, Les Bleus Branleurs. Les Bleus Branleurs, I really don't like the name. But uh, what is that? Blues, are you get, are you gonna tell me something wrong again? It's the blues, bro. What is that? Is, you that, is, like, in front of is that the blues music that's playing in the background what, right the now? Blues. What, the blues. blues. Okay, the blues. there's a saxophone or something. So the blues, Yes, is like blue balls. Oh, okay. But well, that's why they're number one because their name is fantastic. But the blues, bro. I'm assuming it was a typo the first time and they just never changed it. So they're my number one because I couldn't choose anybody else. No, 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 no. And you have to make a real argument. Okay. You're number one? Well, uh, their quarterback is uh, a person, a, a person that throws the ball. Yeah. And <laughs> he could find a receiver that then catches the ball that is thrown to him. So they're number so one. So Ali is playing better this season. Yeah, he, is. he has to. He has to. Mintantat is back on the team. Yeah, they finally helps have a lot. that deep rock. That's a great player. name, though. Mintantat. And, and he is the one of the best defenders in Division 2. Yes, yes, he is. The best part about this is that I won't even need to edit this later. The music was perfect for that. There's a guy who throws the ball. <laughs> great analysis. To a guy who catches it and then can run with the ball. <laughs> He described a catching pass in flight plus football. This was actually Do you guys know what that is? News to me. This is actually pretty good. That was Now that Leverbran Arg is your number one, I'm going to bring that up every single week. You should do that. And I'm going to bring up the fact that uh, P's grossly unpredicted, like, shat Grossly unpredicted. On. Grossly unpredicted. Grossly like, I removed my unprediction like as gross he, as possible. Like, he uh, made... Actually, Francois Martin is going to be mad at you. He went thousand percent. He's mad at everybody, and it's but he's always me. specifically yeah, mad at me. me. No, why am I not number one? No, yeah, best, exactly. Uh, so I, but I hope last season I in his article, he was he was Francois Martin's player of the week at all times. It was, it was Francois Martin. Francois Martin's segment about Francois Martin. So basically, it was like Simon Dashner making himself an all star. Yeah, it's oh, okay, fair enough. It is the exact same thing. Moving on to four A. Oh, four A. Division four A. What? Okay, so I won't ask you what you guys see because you will answer with nothing. There is this one game. Yesterday, show me your TDs against Don't Mess With Texas, which we have a clip for. Don't Mess With brought Texas. Brought by uh, Chris Rive. We actually have multiple clips. Oh, multiple way to correct clips. the host, Eagle. Boy, that's his job. What, <laughs> what does this title mean? And so, touchdown to the man with no feelings? So there's 
two interceptions. Ooh, and then afterwards, guys. we have a nice catch by Peas, so we can all watch. A nice game. catch by Peas. It's a nice, it was one. It's a nice catch by Peas. Is drop it your pass. touchdown? So the first one's an interception by Eric Conte. Is it your touchdown? It is a touchdown. Ah, oh, I was there. Interception by Conte was actually a very nice play. Yeah. It looked like he baited it the whole way, he and did? He, he, made, he made a good play on it. It was actually the one that's on the screen now is, uh, however, the uh, the uh, interception by Felix uh, Faber uh, Dusson. Yep, we would love to see that, but we can't. There we go. Yeah, it's easier if you see it. I can see it. That's why I'm describing <laughs> so, it. So, so this week, uh, this I score kept that game yesterday. I was able to see it. We talked about this game last week with Mokan, myself, and Peas, saying that Show Me TDs needs to win this game. But this was more of a done check. This was more like a a game for Show Me to for sorry for don't mess with Texas to prove themselves. Mokan is a big hater on the mess with Texas, and he believes they're he not like Texas. They they, they suck. And they don't like his division. Like to be honest, they they ran the same play Over. every play, which is why we were able to beat them on the interceptions. Yep. Um, the John Ristis, who was not there for the first two weeks, which severely impaired the Shomi TD's defense because um, he's rushing. Well, because again, he's rushing. So if you then have to use. Uh, Felix Robert-Lisson to rush or Justin Blanchard to rush, then you're losing them in coverage. So um, once once he got in the quarterback's head, the the, the game plan just fell apart. It, it changed. It looked like you guys took the deep ball away very early. Fred Manette loves his deep ball. Once yeah. he lost it, he just didn't know what to do. He was forcing balls on the sidelines like 10 outs, and that's when Eric Conte got his first interception, and then you guys just snowballed from there. So yeah. good win for Shumi TDs to sort of Get back on track instead of going 0 and 3 or 1 and 2. Don't mess with Texas. They're finally defeated, I guess. They're no longer undefeated. And it, it was overall, it was a bad outing for Don't, don't Mess with Texas. It, it, they, they lost the game early and they just never were able to do anything less. So you messed with Texas and came out victorious? Yeah. Ah, all right, cool. Puppet Puxy Sport Campus. Why is that? That so is long? a very long name, and I feel like you have too many yeah. people yeah. that are lost to 69ers, 39 to 12 this yeah. week. Puppet Puxy is now 0 and 3. They're not a good team. Next three games for Puppet Bucks is Savage Squad, Don't Mess With Texas, and Sphinx. 0-6. Will they go 0-6? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he answers you, bro. Like, come on now. Yeah, the, uh, you know what? Uh, first off, their name is ridiculously long to remember. It's uh, Pub Epoxy. I don't know what that is. It's probably the name of Pub. Yeah, but where is... Why would you name Eagle? a Pub Epoxy? Where is Eagle? Pub, where is Pub yeah. Epoxy? Yeah. Uh, don't tell me it's in the Wolverine's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy is 4210 St. Jacques Street in Montreal. Close oh, yeah. at 3 a.m. Uh, you can go to puppypoxy.com for more info. Is it good for families? Um, it's oh, a let me pub. see. It's a pub. I know. That's why I, I, I feel like it's not. Uh, it Eagle, is be on the ball. Come on usually now. not too busy tonight. Oh. Apparently, the reviews nice. are a great selection of beer at reasonable prices, great service, great atmosphere. How is it on Wednesdays? Uh, someone says they ordered and were served by the same and only waitress. Ooh, that's that sounds terrible. That sounds horrible. Did yeah. she get tits? It's got it's got four stars out of 124 reviews on Google. Oh, that's, that's pretty bad. good. Uh, th- some of those are bought, for yeah. sure. So, but, please, uh, yeah. Do you think Six and Irons are a real contender season? I do. Um, they beat Pastor Prime without Craig O'Brien. They yes. beat Poppy Poxy, but they lost his toys. But we know uh, Six and Irons are going to be good. Shea Harbor is one of the best quarterbacks in the division. Um, also, a wicked name. Um, we have them. Show me your TDs. Have them this week. That's a a game where um, one of those teams is going to have to lose, but both of these teams need to play well to show, hey, yeah, the season's okay. These the, this this team these teams we are going to do all right. Here, yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, 
if that game, if it's a close game, it's like uh, each team scores five times. It's like, you know, uh, 34, 33, 35, 32, like something in that range. I think both teams will come away with that pretty happy. Uh, I told Mike Adana this week, you know, he's a, he's a great game manager. He's, he's a glorified punter. Okay. Um, glorified. Yeah. And uh, so if he can do that, if he can do that, uh, you know, that'll mean one thing. But I think 69ers poses an interesting challenge. Uh, specifically because of the play of uh, Shea Harbour, who's the opposite. He's the guy who's going to make plays happen uh, for his team. And Dean Dimitru uh, being there is just one of the most uh, difficult covers uh, it, that there is for in, sure. in the division. Ebro's won this week 26-24 against Savage Squad. Would you? I hate that team name, and I don't know why. Savage Squad or Savage Ebro's? Ebro's. Yeah, they're both equally bad. Neither well, is great. They were Eskimo Brothers, lost a few guys, now they're Ebro's. So I guess. I guess they're less bros. I feel like I really like Eskimo Brothers' name, so maybe like it hurts me that it's gone. Yeah, they're, they're not there anymore. They're one of the best uh, team pictures in uh, team in oh, FPF history. Yes, it yes. was so good. That's very true. It was so, it was so wrong, yet so good at the same time. I guess maybe in 28, like 2019, you can't call your team Eskimo Brothers anymore? Mm, maybe. maybe. that's why. Maybe Rob mm. said you can't. Uh, Rob definitely said you can't. So is, is Savage Squad the most hot and cold team in Division 4? They win a game, lose by a lot, keep a close game against what could be a contender in this, in this division. You know, well, mo- all of us knows the Dabu brothers by now. Yeah. Yes. Like if you've played FPF for a few seasons, you know who the Dabu brothers are. How do you feel about Derek Dabu as a quarterback? As, as a quarterback? As, as, as a QB. A co- he's, a, he's, a, he's a quarterback. He's a QB for seven years. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the way you said it. Made it very <laughs> difficult. Uh, uh, Derek, Derek Dabu, look, the thing is, none of them are natural quarterbacks. No. They're all guys who really know the game, however. Yeah. Yeah. So, FPF for um, I think Derek is doing the thing that a lot of new quarterbacks have done, including uh, Dave Daou, w- when he's played quarterback, is he, they, they try to do too much when you don't need to. Okay. And that's something that Dave Daou later on in his quarterback experience improved upon. Um, Derek Daou right now is still turning the ball over too much. Um, he's completing a lot of passes, but to me that just means, yes, you, you, you're, you're completing passes, moving the ball, but then the inconsistency, inconsistency comes from, oh, I need to go make a play. It's there's a whole part of playing quarterback in FPF that's that's often not talked about. And it's managing different situations in the game, knowing how to play with pacing, knowing when you need to get to the line quickly, when you need to take a shot, uh, what parts of the field to take a shot, when which downs uh, you need to just get yards and and live to live to play another down kind of thing. And 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 that's something that there's no other way to learn it other than playing quarterback, being in charge and actually yeah. Calling it that way. Would you want to be in that huddle, by the way, with three Dawood brothers? No. And Tony Corey? And Tony no, Corey? No. No. I <laughs> See, that, I that's, the, that's the problem with the Savage Squad. They have a bunch of egos. They're savage. They are savage. So their name fits, but if you get, if you get like, if you're, you're, you're mentally, like, not there, like, uh, you're, you're always seeing red, in a sense, and uh, you're always upset or uh, you, you hate on yourself for not uh, having a good play or whatever, you can't psych yourself out. It doesn't take much to piss these Im- guys off. Imagine, and when you do, it's over. Imagine your snapper's Tony and all four receivers are the Dabu brothers. Ooh. Well, they have three Dabu brothers and the other one's Bradley Bruin. Listen, listen, you need, you need so some serious Bradley leadership Bruin. to be in charge of that huddle. I'll tell you how much. Game Changers destroyed BD Bandits this week, 3-6. to six. So you played BD Bandits last week. I played both. I played first week Game Changers and second week BD Bandits. What can you tell me about BD Bandits? What's up with the score? Like I, last week, they played well against you guys. BD Bandits played well against Shomi Titties. This week, they look flat. Why? Um, so Mark Belvedere will struggle against 
defenses that are quick and have a good rusher. And I, I feel like that's what we see with um, with uh, Game Changers. Brian Udoxy's an FPF veteran, one yep. of the best rushers in FPF history. Yep. Six sacks already in the season. Very consistent. Mark Belvedere yeah, struggles most. This game. Sorry? He got three this game. Yeah. He struggles the that's most the when he makes quarter that's when, when when he's thrown off his back foot. Mm-hmm. When he's able to move, step up, look like he's gonna run, and then fire a ball over everyone's head, that's the Mark Belvedere you want. Yeah. Um, instead, when he's thrown off his back foot into a crowd, that's what's going to get him into trouble. And and we saw that in this game, um, which which more surprising to me, and I guess it makes sense with given the loss of yardage and 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 whatnot, is that BD Bennett's allowed game changer to score thirty points. To me, that's that's a big statement because yeah, BD Bennett's have a great defense. Yeah, their defense is insane. Game changers are are they the best team in the four A? Yo, I didn't I didn't. Give them much credit when we're going to play them week one. I was I told the guys like, oh, you know, game two, they're, they're fine. They're always they're competitive-ish, but they always. But this to this lose is out. the best team Anton Sakis has played with yeah. since his first uh, first team. Avi Mazel is back from his injury. Vadim Cherniak's yeah. a great addition. Jordan Panetta. So back, I don't know if you remember Justin Filto. Yep. Justin Filto was his main guy who just came out of nowhere. Now Jordan Panetta has replaced that role in that offense, mm-hmm. uh, but. We all know, <laughs> we all know yeah, Jordan yeah. Panetta, and, you know. So it's it's not the same kind of thing where it's not a surprise, but at the same time, he he's finally replaced that role in his offense. We've seen I've seen game changers over the years where they had you know they had Justin Filto before, they had the uh, Terrence Dobson before. They had the size and the speed, and they were successful. When they started losing bodies left and right, they struggled to keep a consistent roster week in and week out. So there's a season where they had Jordan Panetta, but he was the only receiver on this team, and he was feeding him well, but it just wasn't enough. Now, yeah. they managed to move Jordan Panetta to the receiver because they have Vadim Cherniak now. Vadim is a great snapper that fits well with his system. Louis, Pocket, Louis Philippe Pocket is back on that offense that gives him an option on the outside to go along with Jordan Panetta. And like you said, I feel like every piece fits this offense well, and they finally have every, They finally have the guys that they needed. They finally That's have everybody it. from I every feel team. like in the playoffs, if they're missing a guy or someone yeah, gets hurt, it falls apart. Yeah. You it feels it? like it's a it's a well built, very thin so roster. Just one guy is going to screw yeah. up the whole thing. Yeah, like, you know, you know what we said about other teams in the last podcast about you know, this team, like, like Diablos. Um, there's there's just too much replication, too much the same yeah. thing. I feel like here, everyone fills a specific role, yeah. and if one of those pieces is missing, they don't have another one. That's like a chain reaction. Yeah, it's like yeah. Domino okay. effect. Okay, but like Anton Sakis, he needs a team around him because uh, like. Because otherwise, it's really lonely. Yeah, it's really lonely. Throwing to yourself like, is never th- good. Yeah, it's never good. It doesn't work out. But see, his completion was fifty percent this week. Fifty percent completion rate. I mean, he needs it's people fine. to make him. It's okay. It's fine. Eleven for twenty-two. But like, but Anton Sakis is always taking a lot of deep shots. Yeah, that's he, the problem. He takes safe deep shots and then he throws to the sideline, and it's either out of bounds or caught. Yeah. So yeah. he doesn't get picked off a lot. No, he doesn't. But, but his completion yeah. percentage will never will never wow you. No, I know. Like he he always tries to make plays happen and. But what's good is that in the in the throwing motion, let's say he puts it in a place that it's either his receiver could get it or nobody. So if he sees that there's a guy covered from the inside, he throw it out, even though it's like five yards or six yards like out of bounds. He'll still make sure that it doesn't go to the other team, yeah. which is good. But so his receivers have to make him look good. And like you said, if let's say they get to the playoffs and Jordan Panetta doesn't show up, like he's not there, like something came up or something. Yeah. Like then what happens? Then your entire scheme is ruined. You'd have to change everything, and then it's like a big mess, and then you wouldn't be able to get back on track, which <coughs> is the problem with the game changer. So over the last few seasons, we've seen fun boys. We've called them the no fun boys. 
they seem like they play with five guys, always frustrated, angry with the fact that they couldn't compete in divisions they signed up for. All this season, though, Tuan Boys seems to be a very strong forward team. They've beat soft serve this week, thirty-one fourteen. Are you su- are you surprised that Fun Boys is competitive or that soft serve lost this game? What's more surprising to you? Uh, I'm not. Su- I'm surprised that uh, Fun Boys. Actually, I'm not surprised at any of it because Fun Boys, if they had, they got their team and they don't have five guys like they usually do, and uh, they have their f- full roster. They're a very good team. Soft serve though was uh, kind of uh, soft. Let's just say, going with the name, and uh, they, they 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 were not hard. They were not hard. No, they were not. PG, soft. keep it PG. But uh, their team, like, if Joe Kano doesn't make a big play. Joe Kano. Joe Kano. It's not Kano. I don't know. Joe Kano. I think it's Joe actually Kano. But I, I never call him see, that. I finally I pronounced Kano. something right. You see? Things happen. But uh, things, things, happen. things happen. I got something right. I believe it's Kano. 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 Like a silent Q. Because there's the A sound from the K, yeah. but then there's the A sound from the A. Ah, right. Kano. But like K- capital A. No. <laughs> But uh, you know, the, the, they just fell flat, honestly. And uh, Fun Boys was able to uh, get together, and uh, they they put up thirty one points. And uh, the defense shut down Joe Kano, who's uh, usually if he doesn't get off to a quick start, exactly. it goes downhill from there. See, the, the score doesn't surprise me because Joe Kano against a uh, Vince Nardone defense. Vince Nardone will confuse guys who are inexperienced quarterbacks. Joe, Joe Kano is improving; he's moving up quickly through yeah. divisions. But I think that. Uh, that's the kind of defense that could be difficult. Vissar don't himself intercepted a pass in this game. Um, but and like team, you said, Stefano. is good, though. Like, soft serve is a very good. I know, but I, I think team, it's just. If it's Joe's it's off. And Joe Kano throwing into a scheme yeah. he may, he's not familiar with. And um, he he's streaky in that, like Stefano said, if he starts poorly. I've seen him fall apart in a playoff game against TakeOver uh, last winter, where they were the favorite and. He just he threw a pick early on and, and it was, he was not. It was over from there. He never bounces back from a like a misfortune that happened. Never. He, that's his issue. For as resilient work. as his beard is, yeah, his, his player is, is not as resilient. His beard is impeccable. He's a nice beard. Yes, he does. I My beard is ugly. So I can't grow. Yeah, here, I wish so. you would wear real clothing. I know I should. You honestly, I keep looking at the screen. You're not gonna like what you look like in this <laughs> I know, episode. I saw it because the the locks are flattering to you. You look like a very sad, sad dude. I always have a super long neck. You you look you like... You look like Pisa's vision on gray. What? Like he's very gray, he's very gloom, You're like uh, sad about something. You, you, you look like a poorly dressed mom going to a parent-teacher meeting. Actually, you know what? He looks like a lesbian mother. You do look you like, definitely look like a lesbian. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's a fact. You do. You do look like a lesbian mother. It's, but look, it's, 20, it's 2019. It's 2019. Everything's okay. All everything's the power okay. to you, bro. It's, it's a sad okay. time to be me. You know what? Women empowerment. You can, do, you can define yourself any way you like. Yep. That's fair. No judgment. No judgment. Nobody judges nobody. Sphinx, Jagerbaum this week. <laughs> Win change subject. <laughs> yes, sir. Jagerbaum has beat Sphinx 32-19. So this is not the Jagerbaum team we've been used to seeing. Simone Trine is playing receiver. Uh, we've talked about it. Jacobom chickened out of playing Division Three, decided to play Division Four, add Jonathan Brown to play quarterback instead, so they fit the cap. So this is a different offense with a somewhat similar defense. Does Jacobom need to sort of get in line with Joe Brown's system to just make it work, or John is Brown. John Brown not? It's okay, Mark Sanchez. Good enough to play in Division Four A with his receiver. You know, in in FPF, like you gotta base your offense off the quarterback's uh, 
off the quarterback. He's still he's still with that sugar. He's, you have to base it off what the quarterback is comfortable with. If the quarterback is off, then everything goes to shit. I think and uh, John Brown, he's coming into this team that's been playing together for a very long time, but now they switched the most important position. So, yeah, they came out victorious, but I saw last week's game, not the game that just finished, that he was missing guys and the scheme wasn't working and the defense predicted more or less what he was about to do. And uh, you, you have that unpredictability of Simon and Duchesne was the, the quarterback. But now it's John Brown. He he, he tends to force passes. And, uh, you know, he's got to work around his system that he's comfortable with or else it's uh, no good. Last week I predicted Jaeger Brown would win this game, and they did. Uh, the team looks more comfortable with the system. Yeah. And Sphinx are not a team that has the inventory against John Brown to know the because if you know John Brown, you know what he calls in specific situations. Um, and the way he reads the field as, is as such as that you can trap him where he doesn't see um, in-breaking defenders from the opposite side of the route. So he'll throw it thinking it's open and it'll appear to him as though the, the defender's coming out of nowhere. So he, as well as he reads the field and as knowledgeable as he is, um, it's, a, it's a problem he's had trouble shaking. It's why he has never moved up to play in higher divisions. So Division Four B, we did the top five teams of different of the uh, division. Division Four A, we're going to switch it around and do the uh, the opposite. Bottom three teams that will not make the playoffs. So in Division Four A and Four B, eight teams out of eleven makes the playoffs. Which one are we doing? Four A or Four B? Four A. Four A. Okay. Eight teams make the playoffs out of eleven per conference. So there's a total of six teams that will not make the playoffs this season. You guys give me a bottom three of the teams that will not make the playoffs this season. So who's drafting first? Are we, we going to do that snake garbage Absolutely. Yeah. Steph, great. Steph starts. <sighs> okay. So Steph, so. number three team, the, the third team that will not make the playoffs, although the order doesn't really matter. What do you mean? Like dead I, last? I or like Spanish flea ready? No, no. Like uh, yes. the, right on the cusp, like number nine. Because okay. dead last is the worst right. number one. So basically it's number one. So, so we're just saying teams that won't make the playoffs. Yeah. Teams that, won't make the, that okay. will not make the playoffs. So I'm going to go with uh, past our prime. Okay, why? Uh, because they're past their prime. Even with Craig O'Brien. Craig O'Brien is a good quarterback, yes. But I feel like sometimes that song is irritating. You should, no, you should see Eagle Dance. I, <laughs> see so I, see <laughs> I see it at the corner of my eye, and it's, it's truly a nightmare. He's so happy. But, uh, you know, they, they could put up the points, but I feel like their speed game is going to cost them. In the, in the long run so I feel like they'll be on the cusp they're gonna miss out by one game because they are not to the speed of other teams in this division P's number three Les Hommes de l'Ouest um, they've had three games and they are not doing so well they, they actually put up 26 against the U yep um, this time around so the other the U the other the, 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 U. Other the U they um, the less functional U they, they they looked they looked all right, but man, across the board, um, other than Alexandre Rio, no one's really doing a ton of damage on that team. So I'm gonna start off with them. Uh, and man, Wolverines is perhaps the most surprising team to be on this list. Um, Wolverines, for those of you who don't know, are one of the uh, longest-standing uh, teams. In FDF history, uh, they were a Division Two team, former Division Two champion, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Um, going with Shane Paquette, a quarterback, and he's learning that 
Wow, FPF has changed. He's thrown th 13 interceptions so far. Uh, that's not a good sign of things to come. Well, Shane Pocket was Tony Tibet was the quarterback, but he doesn't fit in the division four. Yeah, yeah true. But like, there was a whole thing of like, oh, I know FPF well enough to play quarterback. Well, but you knew, you knew FPF well enough to play quarterback. Yeah. Stefano, number two. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Pub Epoxy Sport Campus is gonna be second last. Okay. Because uh, their offense, basically, if if Gab Cote doesn't connect with uh, Laurent Foucault, Foucault? Laurent Foucault yeah. then uh, basically there goes 83% of their offense. Now I'm going to okay. hit you with the 83%. 17% goes Number one. Yeah. All right. And number one. The I'm worst team say, in the division. Uh, the less functional of the U. The U is the worst the team U, in the division? You know, they, they just, I've watched their game. Why is there a cow? Why, why are why there a cow? There, why was there a cow? Why like, would there not be cows? Is that like, are you like insulting cows? Like, uh, <laughs> no, is, is I'm not, I didn't make any sound. No, but <laughs> Eagle, are you insulting cows because you're a bird? No. Oh, <laughs> why, is, why is a cow? That's a good answer. That's a very good answer. Very, very straight to the point. But uh, you see, the problem with the U, yes, they have a win, but like I saw that they, uh, they have some good players, but they can't, they're, they're, they, they beat Les Hommes de l'Ouest. Okay. Who is Pease's second last? Team? Yes. Last. Last. So last. I wouldn't. I'm really playing against him soon, so I just want to piss them off. So you still have to pick. So they team. beat the team yeah. that is minus 77 in points. Yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't really consider that a win if they do. Well, it is a win technically, <laughs> but if they do play teams that are actually better on defense and can actually make a stop, then they'll probably so not. So your worst win team beat. I couldn't Pease say his not team. Less <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say his team, or I'll tell you my Please, last number one. Number one? Yeah, that's what we need. Don't put it. a cow. Oh, you do your job. So why did you not put a drum roll for me? <laughs> Biased. Yeah, one. Show me your TDs. Oh, show me your TDs. Yeah, oh, damn. Mike Adon is a glorified punter. Alex Davis got nothing but a mullet. Alex uh, David dies before he catches yeah, So what are your thoughts on Paolo De La Rocca? Worst snapper. God awful. Hey, God, I see the them drop way too many passes. Terrible. Oh, they are this season. I don't know what's <laughs> up. Uh, Justin Blanchard loves himself, but that's yeah. the only one who will ever love him. I believe he's a playoffs MVP, Justin. Yeah. Finals MVP. You messaged us. Didn't you write that on uh, Facebook Live chat? Mike Rourke, quarterback. Yeah. quarterback yeah. Yeah. Finals he, MVP, bro. Yeah. Uh, one time he walked up to me in the field, and he just turned over and whispered into my ear, I am the baddest motherfucker in this building. Facts. <laughs> facts, facts. What uh, time is it, Eagle? Time to get a watch. Games of the week. Can you at least change your voice at All least right. once? We'll start with 4B since I'm writing what? the article. I actually started doing that because Chapman started doing it. Yeah, and now yeah. I yeah. Know. Chapman was so Chapman. much better than him. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. A lot of people are like better. He doesn't. He doesn't like uh, an old timey like uh, horror thing. Like, uh, and there we go. Four B. Since I'm writing my picks in my article, I will say the teams. And you I feel guys like you stole that line from Peace. Leverjafar against Ghosts. The verse fall, they ain't afraid of no ghosts. Give me the verse fall. I'm going to say ghosts because for some reason, Frank Martin still finds ways to win. And uh, he puts up way. He finds the same way when he throws deep ball. He throws deep guys balls. Alexis Gamon comes down with it the majority of the time. Because of tallness. Because of tallness. And he, his run. Did you ever see that guy run? I mean, he could outrun me like quickly. But like, <laughs> yes. did you see his run? His strides are so huge. It's like, yeah. wow, what are you trying to do, man? But he's a great player. And uh, yeah, the ghost, the ghost, the ghost, the ghost. I gotta ghost. ghost. I was Let's trying to host. do eagle thing. Let's the see if our boy Stefano is consistent. Les Bleus Brandeurs against Small Giants. Ooh. And the Battle of the Blue against Blue. 
Ooh, blue, 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 blue again. Les blues wow. brothers. Les blues. Uh, I'm going to say uh, les blues brothers. Well, you don't really have a choice I'm because they're the because best they're team number in the one in the division. So uh, they're going to come up with a win. Uh, like you said, the quarterback is uh, improving and uh, it's going to show again. I like les blues, les blues brothers also. You got in my head because <laughs> I always pronounce it the other That's way. That's what it says. I know. You're right. Um, Honestly, uh, Olivier Piloto is getting better, man. Uh, to your point, he's turned the ball over less, and I like it. You stole my analogy. All hooks against Montreal's originals. Oh. All hooks because uh, that team is just uh, its really its, its fun to watch. They're a very good team, and uh, they're, they find ways to uh, make the defenses look foolish, and uh, they'll do it again. Jeremy White is impossible to cover in this division. Give me all hooks. Division 4A, Alpha Stars against Greendale Human Beings. Oh, I like that Greendale's Human Beings team, man. Uh, whatever they do, it works, which is basically pass to the snapper, so take note. But, uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're going to end up winning this game. Uh, they're very good. Uh, they're very fun to watch, too. I enjoy watching them play. Alpha Stars will get their first loss to Greendale Human Beings. Uh, that system, um, Daniel has it down to a science, and... Um, I don't think that half the stars will commit to the defense that it takes to stop Daniel Ward. The team with the most brutal schedule I've, I can remember, keyboard lock against the Tide. <laughs> wow. The Tide, because brutal schedule. <laughs> because, sorry, keyboard lock. <laughs> sorry, keyboard lock. You're not winning this one. All right, final game. Jaeger bomb against the Stoics. First off, I love that name, the Stoics. I had no idea what it was until our very... Uh, intelligent Alex Holowak told me that it's something in the 1800s. Uh, something. Philosophy. Script writing or something. Philosophy. Something with writing. Okay, writing was involved and... Uh, <laughs> Stoic is a philosophy where it is uh, imperative to not show you one's emotion. This was Stoic. Well, please, you are so stoic. No, it's correct. Yes, it's... No, that means nobody cares. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should have chosen a different sound. But yeah, the Stoics yeah, are... Like, that's the not the right sound. Give me a better sound for no one cares. Yeah, that, that's yeah, so that's much better. How did you not put that? You are the worst guy. Yes. And uh, yeah, by the, the give, yourself, give yourself a move. <laughs> <laughs> the Stokes are gonna win this week. Peace. Um, I'm like I said, I'm I'm not entirely thrilled about how the Stoics uh, are built, but Jim Clathers on this team and François Dolores is on this team, and those guys know the John Brown offense, and therefore it's not gonna be a pretty game for you, Bob. So give me Stoics. All right. Eagle, final thoughts? Words are hard. Peas, any final thoughts? Better than words are hard. Um, I'm beginning to regret my friendship with Eagle. <laughs> More than mine? When ours? No, he's approaching your level. Hey, that's, Steph, that's very Final low. thoughts? Uh, Simon, you look like a lesbian. <laughs> and, lesbian uh, mother. Eagle, Eagle. So you, you're, do you're, better. Like, you're very responsible. That's you're very, you're very responsible. I'll take it, I'll take it. Yes, you'll go for it. Thank you, guys. Next up, Division 3. So, yeah. but, like, why don't you have real clothing is my question. So, what happened was I had my work clothes, and then I spilled something, and this was the only... Wrong, nobody cares, guy. <laughs> so that's what happened. It's a what sad did you spill? Coffee. Ah, coffee. Spill acid next time. <laughs> spill acid next time. It'll probably be an improvement to your wardrobe. Thank you all for not letting peace be himself. <laughs>